Welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast, where we explore the mindset, behavior, and success strategies of high-achieving women. It's an inspirational show that helps ambitious women maximize their performance from the inside out and thrive in the world of business. I'm your host, Shona Rowan, inspirational speaker, mindset and high-performance coach, and founder of the Psychology of Successful Women Career and Business Acceleration Programs. On each episode, you will hear insightful conversations with trailblazing women about how they have built a successful career or thriving business and how they cope with setbacks and challenges. Most importantly, each episode will help you sharpen your mindset, share practical advice, and inspire you to take your success to the next level. On today's episode of the Psychology of Successful Women podcast, it's my huge pleasure to introduce Elizabeth Nolan. Liz is a senior legal project manager at Sackers, a specialist pensions law firm in London. She's a solicitor advocate, higher rights in criminal courts, and practiced as a solicitor for more than 10 years in criminal defense and employment law before moving into client relationship management, business development, and latterly legal project management. She's a full member of the Association of Project Management and holds a postgraduate certificate in professional services marketing. We had a great conversation about her fascinating career journey, including several big career changes. Liz shares lots of practical advice for others who might be considering making their own career leap. We talk about her passion for networking, BD and legal project management, and she shares lots of top tips on how to build and maintain strong relationships. We discuss things she'd like to tell her younger self as well as practical help to help other women build a successful and fulfilling career on their terms. So Liz, welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. It's great to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Shana. It's absolutely lovely to be here and always lovely to speak to you. Oh, likewise. So perhaps to get started, you could tell our listeners about yourself and your fabulous career journey, all leading up to your current role as Senior Legal Project Manager at Sackers in London. Sure. Okay. Well, so I um, I trained as a criminal defence lawyer. Um, I worked in, in that role uh, for about eight years all in. Um, I did everything from advising clients in the police station. I got my higher rights. So I was doing jury trials. Um, I loved it, absolutely loved it, but kind of got to the point where I went, oh, is this everything I thought it was going to be? Um, And and it turned out it wasn't. So I retrained, um, went to work uh, in employment law, worked at a startup law firm. So basically had to set up a a practice. So that involved going out and getting clients, um, working out what they needed, um, contracts, employment tribunals, all that sort of stuff uh, and keeping hold of them. Um, really enjoyed that side of things. So uh, um, after about five years of, of being of doing that, decided actually the client service side of things rather than the, than the employment law was really what interested me. So did a bit more retraining um, and then went and got a job in a city firm as a client relationship manager. From there, moved into business development and project management, a um, bit more business development and ultimately project management was where I kind of landed and this is currently my happy place. (laughs) I think your career journey is fascinating and I'm sure a lot of people listening in will love hearing about those different aspects. So 
I mean, leading on from that straight away, career change is a hot topic at the moment, as we all know with the pandemic. So I'm sure a lot of people hearing your journey will be really interested in your career change. Um, so perhaps we could talk a little bit more about that. How, you know, what made you make the leap, Liz, and any other advice to people who also, you know, like you might be in a job and they're not sure if it's the right path for them long term or they're having some question marks or other opportunities are presenting and they're not sure whether to grab them or not. You know, I was the same as you know, I used to dance and then I did a complete yeah. 360. So, yeah, what would be some of your thoughts around that? Share with us a little bit more about your journey. Um, well, I guess, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I've changed a few times. So mm. I guess there's a, there's a few things to think about really. So with, with me, as I say, I'd, I'd started, I was absolutely convinced I was going to be a criminal lawyer yeah. all the way through. I was going to go and become a judge. And this was it. This, yeah. this was my, it was all mapped out. So kind of when I got to the point where I, I hit this sort of, I'm doing everything I wanted to do and it's not everything I thought it would be. That was, that's quite unsettling. Yeah. Um, so, but, but I knew I wasn't ready to stop being a lawyer yet. Um, so I had to kind of really think about what I, I, what, what else could I do then? If it's not criminal law, then what is it? And I was fortunate that the firm I was at at the time, they had some, a civil department as well. So I had a really open and, and frank discussion with them. Um, and they let me um, get involved in some civil cases. I went and did a few county court cases. I did, I, I did a bit of family work. Mm-hmm. I kind of tried my hand at a few different things. Um, and the employment law bit that really for, for me was, was interesting because it was still going to, to court, essentially. It was still tribunals. It was still helping people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there wasn't really at that firm, there wasn't a big enough role for me to take on. I couldn't have just exclusively done that. So I reached out to my my network. I had a, um, some friends from uni who were employment law- who'd become employment lawyers, and I I knew some other lawyers from before I'd I'd become a solicitor. I'd I tempt as a legal secretary, um, and I still had connections with lawyers from from firms I'd worked at. So I reached out to them, and I was very clear and open about what I was looking for that I was wanted to pick people's brains and, and talk about what I should do and I got some really great advice um, and so I uh, I ended up in fact then I knew a couple of people who were just about to start their own law firm and I went and had a chat with them and said look I think this is something I could do why don't I come and work with you um, yep. and they said okay so I still did a bit of criminal work but I then essentially retrained kind of on the job I I marched into a couple of local law centres and said um, to their employment lawyers, look, if you, I will give you some of my time if you give me some of your knowledge. Um, yep. And that's how it kind of worked. And so I very much learned on the job. Obviously, I did you know, law society courses and things. I've got professional yeah. obligations, yeah. so I had to, <laughs> them, uh, yeah. to do what I was doing. Um, but yeah, and it was a new business. So I had to literally go out and get the clients. And so it involved me basically going and speaking to people and being confident enough to say to them, look, I know what I'm talking about and I can help you. Yeah. Um, and I think I got empowered because of the number of people I'd spoken to uh, who'd all just said, yeah, of course you can do this. You just need to learn a little bit of a different area of law. Yeah. Um, and so that was my first kind of big change. And yeah. that was, it was really exciting. Yeah. It was really exciting. So what would be a quick tip on change for women listening in, um, Liz, if they're having a thought about it, what would, what would your sort of inspirational kind of words of wisdom be if they're, they're maybe feeling the same as you were? What would you say to them if they're hesitant but they're curious? Talk to people. Talk, find as many people as you can and that. talk to them and just ask, just ask questions because, yeah. you know, there's yeah. no... 
it, there, there's no harm in it and people will be generous with their time and especially yeah. if they, if they know if they can see that you are genuinely in a place where you're just you're not really sure what you should be yeah. doing yeah just, just yeah find find people ask them if if they're too busy then they'll they'll tell you that and they'll just you know you you, you find someone else mm-hmm. um but just be clear about what it is that you're asking and 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 why you know people will be very generous with their time as long as they think that you are genuine and you're not just fishing for for information yeah I love that and you're already linking to the next thing I want to ask you Liz because it because it's so natural in you so you know with all of my guests I love to draw out something that is a natural strength or a deep passion of theirs and when I was thinking about you today I immediately remembered our first meeting in London several years ago at that fun networking event. I think it was the Managing Partners Forum or PM Forum um, where I was speaking and we hit it off and you were so open and positive and including of everyone. You know, you are just such a natural networker and you're so good at building relationships. So I would love you to share with our listeners some of your top tips around networking, around building those strong relationships and maintaining those strong relationships because everybody listening in whether they work in law or a different industry or sector as we all know you know relationships are so so important so share with us some of your gold Liz on this oh okay Um, so yeah you know I remember that I remember that that event so well because that was that was my second kind of career change like I've moved from um from employment lawyer into into business services I've taken that leap because the startup company I've been working at as I said earlier I, I had I developed such an interest in the business side of things and the client yeah. service side of things that I'd, yeah, I kind of, I'd, I'd moved into that then. And that was my first ever networking event in a client wow. relationship. There you go. So you found so your groove, Liz. You found your I natural so groove. <laughs> I just, I, I thought, right, I've got to do this. So I just, I picked out the brightest, boldest dress I could find. I remember it so was red. It was, <laughs> it was, it was bright red. And I just thought, right, I am going to look confident even if I don't look confident. And you and did. I, well, I, I hope so. And then and I just had to throw myself into it. I was like, if I'm going, I'm not going to sit back. I'm not I'm just going to get involved mm. and, and just see what happens. But I think that was that was the thing. It was finding find your tribe is my is my advice, really, yeah. is, 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 is the, one of the best things I can say is, you know, find your crowd. When yeah. I was a criminal lawyer, I had obviously a lot of connections in, in, in those areas. When I wanted to move into employment law, I found connections in, in that area. When I when I moved into business services, it was completely different. Like I didn't have anyone that I knew really. So I just had to find them. So yeah. I went on LinkedIn. So I went, you know, I spoke to my colleagues that I was working with and said, you know, what networks do you, what events do you go to? What networks are you involved in? Um, and I, I, I found PM Forum. I booked myself in. I went along, and I thought, right, if I'm going to do this, I'm not just going to sit in the back and and just listen. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to speak to people. You know, you don't want to be completely in your in everyone's face. It's you know, don't don't be that guy either. But just be <laughs> be friendly, be be open, and and I think people appreciate that. And the fact is that everybody there is nervous. And so if you go up to them and say, oh God, you know, I'm so I'm so nervous coming here tonight, but actually it's been really good fun. Yeah. People, people yeah. respond to that, and I've still, as well as you, obviously, which I was delighted because you were presenting, and I remember seeing you and just thinking, Aww. "She's fantastic. I have to go and speak to her. She needs to be my friend." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad you did, and thank you for saying that. That's really kind of you. But I'm so glad you did, right? Oh yeah. no, definitely, definitely. But yeah, so I think that's that's my biggest one is 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 find your crowd. You know. For, go along and there'll be things that don't work you know there were other now that I've moved into 
um, a, a full-time legal manager, um, legal project management role, like PM Forum isn't the, the, the right place for me anymore. I've still got those connections. Sure. But the meetings are not, are not the right environment for me to be in. So I've now gone and found some legal yeah. project management forums and I'm I'm yeah. immersing myself in those. And it's a matter of kind of, you know, you, you go along, they, they give you the list of, of people that are attending, you know, so you look at that list, you don't stalk everyone, but if you <laughs> manage to speak to a couple of people, you know, you check off those names, you connect with them on LinkedIn yeah. afterwards, send them a quick, you know, don't just send them a blank connection request, put a little note in, great to see you today, great to meet you today, you know, hope we can stay in touch. And if it's someone that you that you really got on with, you know, arrange a coffee. It, it's even particularly now in the virtual world. Like I've been, I mean, it's, everyone hates virtual coffees, but it's I don't. It's, I quite like them. <laughs> I like both ways. <laughs> I yeah, me too. Well, because yeah. sometimes it's nice just to sit in your house. Yeah. Um, but it, but it's also easier because people you don't have to give quite so much of your time if it's a uh, twenty minutes on your, you know, you can fit it in, in in your day as opposed to, I've got to get a train somewhere, I've got to go and I'm looking at my watch, I've got emails to answer. So actually virtually is, is can sometimes be a much better way of getting on to, to know people. Yeah. And um, again, it's it's just, it, I think it's about being being as friendly as to others as you would like them to be to you. Mm. Well, Liz, you gave so many great tips in there. I was <laughs> writing them down. So I, lo- I love the one about find your tribe. It's so true. You know, for all of us, it's like, where do we fit? And who are the people we need and want to connect with? And it's different at different points in your career. It's different depending on what your job role is. So I love that. Like, find your tribe. Think about who your tribe is. And then, you yeah. know, where do they hang out? Online, yeah. face-to-face. I love that. I also love that you said, like, you know, don't sit back. You went with that intention. And and, and I find it really fascinating, actually, that you said you felt nervous because I so didn't get that from you at all. In fact, I just thought you oozed confidence and you probably do it all the time. And, you know, so it's like another lesson for everyone listening. You know, we often feel nervous, but we don't look nervous, you know. So I, I love that thing about you were going to be proactive, though, and you consciously went up to people Um you said proactive, be friendly, be open, you know, remember that everybody is nervous. That's such a powerful thing for everyone to remember. You talked about follow-up and a lot of my clients, and I know with me, Liz, we all often forget that bit. It's so important, yeah. isn't it? Because like you said, you could meet several people that you did really connect with, or even if it was just one or two, but it is that follow-up. It's like, what are you going to do afterwards? Just connecting with them on LinkedIn or sending them a short email to say it was nice meeting them. Um, and the Zoom catch-up. So there's, there's so many things in there that I love that you shared. So for everyone listening in, networking is so important for all of us. And there's lots of different things, Liz, to share. So pick and choose from the ones that suit you um, and find your tribe. So I love that. So linked to that, Liz, you know, with this podcast, I love sharing, like you just did then, like practical strategies to help women build a career they love. Have you got a couple of other top tips just in general about anything you like in terms of boosting success, accelerating your career, helping women, you know, build a career that they love on their terms? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I am such, I'm such a book nerd. Um, and so I love book nerds. Everybody on this podcast, I love books. (laughs) Um, I just, I'm, I'm very much, I like to, I like to read and understand things. So, um, when I was very much, when I was obviously changing specialism in, in law, I needed to do a lot of studying around that, but much more when I moved from law into, into business services, I needed to, to really adopt a different mindset. You know, I needed to, to understand what 
uh, clients want um, and how they want it and what sort of things I should be thinking about then from a managing a law firm kind of perspective. And that's why I started doing, I I did a professional services uh, marketing course and I did it at evening classes and I carried on and, and I completed that qualification when I when I moved to Sackers. And then and I used to literally sit on the train and I would buy, um, I don't call them self-help, self-improvement books. Love it. Professional and development. Books. Exactly. <laughs> professional development books. And I would literally sit on the train and I read love them, them too. And, yeah. and highlight them and put little stickers and things. Because yep. I just, there's, again, there's only, you know, you learn an awful lot of this on the job. But it's it's not all going to come naturally. And so it's kind of, you know, I wanted to understand more about strategies that I could learn. So I'm I'm very much like a sponge for this stuff. I want to yeah. I want to learn from others. So I yeah. think that that's one thing, you know, read around it, particularly if that's that. how you take yeah. information in. Um, but and then mentoring. I mean, I said so I'm I'm very much a believer in 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 you know speaking to, to people, seeking, seeking out help. Um, and just 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 asking, you know, and, yeah. and I'm still I'm still in contact with a partner that, yeah, when I temped as a legal secretary before law school, there was a partner that I worked for who I got on so well with um, 20 years ago. Um, and we're, I spoke to her last week. Like we're still in contact. You're so good at maintaining relationships, Liz. That's why. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's the thing. It's about keeping in touch with people. But, yes. But, you know, that's, that's a two way way street. I've, I've talked yeah. a lot about asking for help talk you know reaching out to people asking for their opinions you've got to be generous with your time as well yes. so when people come to you and ask you a question you know you you need to be able to to make sure that that you're you're giving as generously to others as as you expect them to give to you um and those relationships that you kind of the, that you develop those mental relationships that can also be a two-way street like I've got a lot yeah. of people that I speak to where you know it's important for me that that they know that this isn't just them mentoring me like I there's there's two way feedback going on and there's discussions and, and I mean if if nothing else I'm at least interested in their lives and I yeah. will ask them what's going on and have that conversation so it's not just take 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 you know if you want yes. someone to go and talk at get a therapist yeah. <laughs> don't use your friends and network yes <laughs> yes oh I love I love 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 both of those tips Liz and to start with the one you just said then about the two way because everyone's busy right people are busy so if you do want to build strong relationships and maintain those relationships it is at thinking what's in it for them how can this be mutually beneficial because if people are just always coming to you for a favor you know that sort of it becomes a one-way relationship right so that sense of reciprocity and two-way and give and take I love that <laughs> and that's why we hit it off Liz probably I'm a huge fan obviously professional development but learning in books like there's lots of ways find the way that works for you but if you love reading books as one you know or podcasts or whatever it is for you but that sense of seeking out that information and keep learning because no one's ever going to care about our careers or our businesses as much as we do, right? So yeah. like you said then, how you're continually upskilling and learning and stuff. So I love, love, love that. So casting your mind back, Liz, is there a piece of advice you'd perhaps give your younger self or something you would say to encourage and reassure your younger self? If you could go back and chat to her, what would you say? A positive um, and encouraging thing. A positive thing. Oh, no, definitely a positive thing. I think I would, I, I would, I would, I would tell her to just to believe in herself. Believe in herself and trust her instincts because like they usually turn out to be right, you know, and, and not everything. Think, good, the things that are good that don't always come easy, but it doesn't always have to be hard either. Mm. I think that's such an important lesson that I've learned over the years. You know, I've stayed in in situations 
because I, I felt some sort of obligation because I felt like I needed to and I could have walked away sooner you know my instincts were telling me to and I and I, and I didn't I stayed because you know it's hard and, and, and good things are meant to be hard you have to work for them mm-hmm. like it doesn't all have to be hard so be you know be 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 be, be kind to yourself and trust yeah. your instincts I think those are those are the, the positive things I would I would say oh, I love that I love this is to trust your instincts because like you said you know <laughs> We all love to have facts and evidence to back things up, but instincts, you know, there's something in that. And so many women I speak to say the same, Liz, and I know it was in my in my career as well. It's like sometimes you just have to trust that feeling, even if there's no evidence yet, because they're usually yeah. right, you know, and that sense of being kind to yourself, I think that's really important as well with all the high-achieving perfectionists that I know <laughs> listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. It can be so <laughs> easy to, to beat ourselves up, um, but that sense of being kind. And I really like that one about sometimes, you know what, like it takes real strength to walk away. I think, yeah, sometimes we feel like we're being really strong by staying, but actually, you know, if it is really hard, it maybe doesn't have to be that hard. Maybe it's not the right place. Maybe yeah. you do need to walk away and, and then you're going to be happier and you're going to find your tribe and it's all just going to be easier. So I love those very, very inspirational tips, Liz. So last thing I'd love to ask you, have you got your own personal quote or inspirational quote or mantra that you live by? I mean, we haven't even talked about your amazing marathon running yet, so I want to throw that in because you're obviously (laughs) super fit and inspirational in your personal life as well. But have you got like an inspirational mantra when the going gets tough, when things don't go to plan, as we all know they don't always? Oh, well, do you know what? I um, I think for the most important thing for me, because I think, as you've said, as, as kind of high achieving women in particular that I know, uh, everyone is so, you're always looking over your shoulder. You're always looking at someone else and going, oh, but they're doing so much better than me. They're coping so much better than I am. Um, and so I think the, the, the best quote that I've ever seen um, is, is don't measure yourself against someone else's ruler. And I love that. I have to remind myself of that because... Yeah, I'm. I'm. I just said I don't know if I've mentioned, but I'm. I'm training for a marathon right now. It's, um, I, I was also aware where someone said, "How will you know if someone's training for a marathon? Don't worry, they'll tell you." Um, so, <laughs> oh well, you didn't. I asked you, but there you go. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's, oh no, it's it's yeah. It, I think it's it's that sort of thing. You know, you, you've got to work hard, but you've got to do. Uh, and I love my work, um, but you've got to do something else that you love as well. And and for me, running is is that. And so yeah, I'm running. Well, it was supposed to be London 2020, but it's now London 2021, which is now in October. So I'm just going into my training program now for it. Um, but it, I'm still, you know, I, I run with another um, one of the school mums who is so much quicker than me. And I, when we first started running together, I was like, oh, my God, she's so much better than me. She's so much faster. Mm-hmm. And it's just I, don't, I had to really have a word with myself and be like, Do you know what? We're just different. And that's yes. fine. I don't need to be much much quicker than I am I'd love to be but I don't need to be and I don't have you know I'm not a professional athlete I don't have the time to commit yeah. to that I, I need yeah. to be get to a point that I'm happy with what does success look like for me and I think that's professionally and personally that's that's so important um because we all try and do so much of, of everything and you know for for me with having moved through um, changing specialism, changing career, changing direction within changing career. You know, like I said, I, I've done um, additional qualifications. I've got a project management qualification because I had to constantly reassure myself that I'm good enough. I'm good enough to do this, yeah. you know, and I can show other people I'm good enough to do this because look, I've got all these qualifications yeah. and it's 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 partly about re- reassuring myself, but it's mainly about being able to show to others, you know, I'm not just 
a lawyer who decided to do something else. I'm not just a mum who decided to run. You know, I kind of I've got these. I'm collecting these badges to be able to to yeah. show people that I'm I'm I am what I say I am, and I'm and I'm good enough. And so yeah. you know, I, I kind of I'm still sometimes trying to find my own ruler, but I'm yeah. I'm getting there. So. Oh, you shared so much, really authentic and honest and uh, awesome stuff in there, Liz. And I'm sure just so many wizard, w- women listening in will relate to so many things you just said then around the comparisons. You know, it is everywhere. Social media makes this harder. We all know we shouldn't. It's hard not to. So I think, you know, that comparisons thing that you said is so key. And linking back to that sense of what a success look like for me, that's such a powerful mantra that you said. And I always have to remind myself to that because we're all different, different points in our journey, different strengths, different weaknesses, different everything, you know, different lives. Um, and that sense of qualifications, Liz. So many of my clients will laugh about this, especially the high achievers it's like being addicted you know to achievement like let's just I need another qualification another certificate (laughs) I need something to kind of prove and and it can become like this sense and and sometimes it's for others but sometimes we're trying to convince ourselves because we feel like we need more of that you know so so many pearls of wisdom in there but look thank you so much for being on the podcast Liz you've shared so many practical tips and advice and I've loved hearing about your career journey so um as always, I look forward to staying in touch. Keep up all your great work and I'm going to connect our listeners to you on all your social media channels as well so they can reach out if they'd like to connect with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Shona. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've been delighted to be on and so thank you for asking me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks so much for listening to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button or go to psychologyofsuccessfulwomen.com to download our free ebook and access a bunch of other resources. See you on the next episode.